Welcome to episode 143 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Man, it's kind of, it's good to be back. <laughs> it's, it feels like it's been a while. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I don't know why it feels like that, though. <laughs> we're we're like so busy for so long. Well, we were, we went to some cons, we, we pre-recorded some shit. Now it's, now it's like, oh. Now we got to actually start working again. <laughs> uh, like it's a job. <laughs> we we so have to do this. Like <laughs> yeah, we got to do this. It's uh, anyway. Uh, so tonight we're going to be talking about um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. But before we do that, we got to get all the boring shit out of the way, which Vic usually does. Yep. Here we go with the boring shit. Rotten Tomatoes. Um, 211 votes counted in, uh, or reviews, I should say. It's at 86%. Um, in comparison, the first Sandman was 82% with 290. So not as many reviews, but trending higher. Cool. Um, at the time of this recording, it will finish the weekend at 76 million. So not a gigantic opening like Thor Ragnarok. Um, but did better than its predecessor, which was it only opened at fifty seven million. So it okay. did improve. And but I think at this, the, is... at this point, I think at this point though, one of because I, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I think at, I think at this point, it was more of like having to follow Infinity War. You know, right, I think a right. lot of people were <laughs> a lot of people were still fucked up. I think this movie will still make more than the first one. And um, you know, there's talk that they won't do a third one, but. Um, but anyway, so it, it was still successful. I, I, I just think incredible falling, following infinity war probably has a little bit to do with that. Well, right. And if they, I mean, maybe if this came out way after infinity war, maybe it would have done even better. I think, I, I mean, I don't know if it's like Marvel fatigue or I don't know what it is, but it's just, it, if things come out too soon, there's really no time to like. You know, because Infinity War, the way it ended was like a holy shit moment where you needed time to really dwell, you know, dwell in that. And, and you know, like a whole year. Yeah. And, and then by the time the next movie came out, whatever it was, well, it's uh, Captain Marvel, you would be craving for this shit, you know. And so, like, I I felt I felt that they needed to spread this out a little bit. But anyway, uh, let's let's go into, into um, initial reactions. Um I think you went first last time. Um, so so I'm happy to report that Ant-Man 2 is not Jurassic Park 2. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not or Ant-Man more, 1. Or Ant-Man 1. It's, um, it, is a, uh, it, it definitely pushes the story forward. I felt um, this movie just felt all kinds of fun. It's a different kind of animal than, than the other movies. Yeah. Um, it, it's definitely a different hero. But, this is a this is a cat and mouse type uh, movie. Yeah, um, cat and just mouse. Just like the first and buddy comedy, like whatever. Yeah, 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 and and cops and robbers type movie as well. So it's it's not like anything else, and it's not what I like about this movie the most is that it's not end of the world shit because we just no. had yeah all the you know you could not get bigger than end of the world shit than the last movie so. This one is a very small scale, and it does uh, spoilers. Uh, obviously, it, it takes place. I would say it's like it only takes place over a three day period. Well, um, when 
So in, in con- so no it, no it's not a three day period it's it's actually X amount of months or or years. This is the second year of his probation, right? He's he's on his oh third year. right. I mean, I'm saying the movie itself only takes place over like three day period. Right, right. But it's been two years since uh, it's been two years since uh, Civil War. Civil War, yeah. And it's about like you said, three or four days. Maybe he's almost done for his house arrest. He's almost done yeah, with his and, house arrest. This, so this takes place. Uh, uh, two or three days before, or you know, whatever, before Infinity War ends, and Thanos clicking his fingers, yeah, right. So that's that's the time frame here that we're talking about. So, Ant Man and Wasp basically answers the question: how long, how long between Civil War and Infinity War? Right, because we never knew that definitively, right? Right, not really. But now we know it's a good two years, and uh, what I. What was interesting about this movie, it really wasn't Scott's story this time around. It was more, um, uh, oh, shit, what's her name? What's Evangeline Lilly's name in the, in the movie? Hope. Anyway, Hope, yeah. This is more like Hope's story and um, and, and Hank's story uh, more than anything else. And then Ant-Man's just kind of long for the ride because he really, he's he's just, he's living his life. He supposedly threw away the suit. And like now he's, you know, living this like life for his daughter, which is very relatable and really cool. Done much better than than the Sandman story in Spider-Man three. And he's, uh, you know, he's coming to the end of his of his probation or his house arrest. And then you go into probation so he can actually start leaving the house and getting work and doing all that stuff. And it's really cool that his buddies are going legit and becoming like a security firm. So he has like shit going on. He doesn't really necessarily even really wants to do the Ant-Man gig. It's just kind of, you know, it's been gone. And Hank and, and Hope have disappeared, you know, and basically they went underground and started developing well, because technology. Of him. Yeah, because of him. Yeah, he fucked. Like, I like that aspect of it, too, because he just chose to go to Civil War, and then they were kind of left, like, when he got back, they got fucked, you know, because uh, because of the technology and stuff. And they had to go under in the hiding, and because of the Sokovia Accords and all that. It all, it all kind of works out. It all, the storylines fit, you know, the continuity fits, you know, the, uh, Kevin Feige, again, is like just this mastermind puppeteer of this whole thing making sure all the storylines fit and shit um so i liked all of that stuff i i just thought this was a fun movie what was your initial reaction when you got out of it um i, I enjoyed it um it i think for me i had the same problem that i thought i had that i think the box office um issues are is that coming right after infinity war it wasn't like iron man 3 after the first avengers movie because there was no that was a year difference too uh no, wasn't Iron Man three two months after? Well, uh, Ant Man, Ant Man first two. Avengers? Well, no, Iron Man three was a good year after the first Avengers. It came out oh, was in twenty. It? Yeah, oh, okay. it came out twenty thirteen. Yeah. Oh, like okay. Full my, year. my my time my my timeline's off though, but but uh, so people were like, hungry. People were hungry yeah, for yeah. that movie. Uh, well, anyway, so like I really like this movie. It's. I liked it way better than Ragnarok. I'll tell you that right now. Oh like, yeah, big time. As much fun as everybody said they had in Ragnarok, I had that fun in in this movie. There's there's the jokes fit because that's who the characters are. Nothing seems forced. Um, there's a lot of natural comedy too. Too I feel like I, 
you know, in the first movie, the the cop, the the new boyfriend or you know stepfather or whatever, um, really hated you know um, uh, right. What was his name? Scott. Scott. <laughs> and in, in this one, he loves. In this one, they, they're just like one big happy family. It's and that's naturally funny to us because we just saw two hours of it beforehand where this guy hated it, uh, Scott. So right, that, that part was funny, and I really thought the family dynamic was way better um, in this than other you know family slash comic book movies. Um, everybody's. I, I think Michael Douglas is really great in this. I think. Uh, uh, Evangelina Lilly, oh my god, she just lights up the screen. She's just amazing in it. The Wasp does kick ass like every female in the MCU. Um, and I kept thinking like, oh my god, I can't wait to see the Wasp fighting uh, Thanos, you know? And yeah. you will find out that that's probably not going to happen. Um, spoilers again. Uh, so that's my initial reaction. My initial reaction was I really liked it. Um it was just it, it took me a little bit to get into it just because of what we had just experienced with Infinity War. Right. That's not that's not a knock on the film. That's just me not having enough time to breathe up still after watching Infinity War two or three times. Yeah, I I also liked um the, okay, we can get it in the movie. The the supporting cast was awesome too. Like yes. I I really like that Asian cop. That guy has like done a lot of improv. And yeah, yeah the things, he uh, he was he's in uh, fresh <laughs> was, off the boat. Yes, he's in Fresh Off the Boat, and one of my favorite things he did was on The Office, where he pretended to be Jim and Dwight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was so he was, funny. Uh, Steve, I think, was his, Steve was the yeah. best actor. He was an actor, yeah, in improv class. That yeah, that he was like, congrats. He's like, kudos to you, Dwight, for not seeing color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Uh, so so I liked. So I really liked him. He was kind of like he reminded me of. Uh, uh, but a better version of the principal at Ferris Bueller's Day Off because, like, he kept trying to catch Scott, and Scott kept was kind of like Ferris Bueller in this movie, you know, where he he took off for three days to help. out. He wasn't supposed to leave the house, and then yeah, he kept. The char- but the yeah. other also the other character that he reminds me of too because of the because of the uh, the FBI agent that he plays. I, I can't think of the character's name right now, but I've seen him in a movie where the the cop you realize the badass trying to be badass cop is not really that badass and doesn't really have a lot of friends because he keeps getting tricked into thinking that they actually want to have a beer with him or something. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) He does a really great job. I I love him on Fresh Off the Boat, so I I had no doubt that he was going to do very well here. Yeah, and then, of course, Michael Pena, like, comes back, and he's freaking hilarious. Oh, he has, the, he has the, one of the funniest things that happened. <laughs> the truth <laughs> the serum. The truth serum, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, that, so that whole scene is great. That one guy's like, it's not truth serum, it's this. He's like, no, it sounds like truth serum, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then it finally happens to him, and he's like, oh, my God, it is truth serum. That's <laughs> genius. Just a all call of back. that. Nice callback. Oh, yeah. All of all of that's just solid. Uh, the comedy is really good in this. I mean, I laughed a lot more, like you said, than Thor Ragnarok, where the jokes were forced. Like, this was just really funny and uh, and subtle. Some of the jokes are subtle, and some of them were just really out there. And it looked like they were having a good time, too. Like, they didn't phone this thing in. They looked like they were having a blast, you know, making this movie. Right. And so, which, you know, which in turn, like you're, you're an audience member, it's not like watching Jurassic Park and you see Chris Pratt being just like, looked like he was bored. You know, look, these people look genuinely interested and had fun, and, and it made it fun. 
Um, what do you think, uh, as far as, like, do you have any kind of nitpicks? Because, like, I have one. I, I do, and it's it's uh, it's part of the story, which is kind of a bummer. Well, but does it have anything to do with the villain? Because No, not so much the villain. I thought it was kind of generic, just the same thing with Marvel. Like, just not a great, great villain. And it didn't. she didn't really turn out to be a villain, which right. is the funny thing. Like, at the, at the very end of it, they were kind of helping each other, and... So that's the that's the other thing about this movie too. There's no real villain in this movie. Right. There's not. It's just again, it's just a the the chase is to get to Michelle Pfeiffer. And that's the problem I had was when they got into that realm and Michael Douglas is there and he pulls his mask off. I'm like, "Well, what why did you need the mask in the first place then?" Right. <laughs> what what was the point of you being in that sealed cockpit if you could just pull the fucking mask off at any point? So that, that part kind of bothered me. Like, it, it made more sense that Michelle Pfeiffer didn't need it there because she's been there, and I was thinking maybe she got, like, you know, bombarded with a lot of quantum, whatever, A-acclimated. energy shit. yeah. Yeah, and she got more acclimated to where she didn't need the suit anymore because eventually the suit powers down. Um, so I figured it made sense for her, but for him it didn't It didn't make any sense. And that's like a... <laughs> she looked like... Just, she looked like... Did she have a walking stick or something? Like, she looked like she The fucking... stick was made from her... One of her wings... Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. If you look, if you look carefully again at the movie, when she hel- holds it, you can see the blade has this like kind of weird design on it, and you can see through it. It's because it's part of. Okay, the blade. that's that's badass. Because like I, when he found her, I was like, "Whoa, she looked like she's like a wanderer. <laughs> she's yeah. been wandering around." But I thought it was weird that she was able to talk to to Scott through whatever. Well, that, that too, I, and it's like, was what really was she? Bizarre. What was she eating? What was she drinking? Right. The whole time she was there for how what twenty years, thirty years? Yeah, thirty years. She's been in there. Yeah. Where does she take a shit? You know. (laughs) That's why is she not completely insane? (laughs) Why is she not completely insane? Like you would figure like she would be like all fucking cracked out because she was stuck in a place with nobody to talk to for thirty years. Dear Kevin Feige. Yeah. Why how come she didn't take a shit? And where does she take a shit? If she takes a shit because she's actually still a human being, like bigger than where she is, right? If she takes a shit, does it just shoot through does the she quantum realm because it's a massive shit in a, a small massive area? Massive quantum shit. <laughs> if she takes a huge shit, does it just blast through the quantum realm because it's the density of the shit is greater than the quantum realm itself? <laughs> These are the pressing questions we want to. Yeah. Know. More importantly, I don't care about who lived after the snap. I right. want to know about the density of the shit in the quantum realm. I don't care about how they're going to get rid of Thanos. I want to know. No, I want to know about the shit that she takes. And at what point in time did she know she could take a shit in the quantum realm? Like her skin did just burn off when she had to take a dump. And did she like t- take some like quantum realm toilet paper and wipe up afterward? Like, I, I want to know this. Now I want to know. I want to know well, all this stuff. And what was she doing while she was on the shitter since there's nothing to read? I wonder. So, is time and space like irrelevant during then? Like, it's like it can be instantaneous. It could be years. It could be, you know, whatever happens when you get in there. Um, well, every t- that's what they say. But every time that it's happened, it's happened in real time. So I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. It's not like Interstellar. Yeah, yeah. And she got <coughs> out, and she had like all these powers and shit. And yeah, she, she got could out heal. There. Yeah, she could heal, which I was like, okay, that's interesting. So. So why doesn't everybody go in the quantum realm and spend some time in there? Well, then I was like, okay, well, maybe that's how she heals a lot of the Avengers. 
Maybe. You know? But that's obviously not going to happen. No, I don't know. Like, it's time and space, there must be something that maybe Ant-Man cracks in order to Break go, out back of there. And, go back in time or something. Because they're going to have to mess with time in order to get everything back to normal. You know? Okay, so spoilers. There's a... Okay, major spoiler. So if you don't want to know, I think it's a major spoiler, if I'm correct. But Fast granted... Forward. But yeah. granted, every single time I think I've been correct in the two and a half years since we've been doing this, I've been wrong every fucking time. Yeah. Every time I've been wrong. I know. Like, the last time we were wrong, Ren never fought Luke on Acto, which that fucking... Which would have been... Our movie was fucking better. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so there's a picture online of what it appears to be a, a photograph of the first Avengers movie. But if you look again, Tony Stark is in the shot no um no cg no um you know green shirt so that they can cg the character uh, iron man back in or whatever mm-hmm. and no like no dots on his face and mark ruffalo's there too i think it's mark ruffalo okay and and it's captain america in the avengers first movie uniform okay and it, so if you look at it really quickly you're like okay that's just from avengers 1 but if you look at it again it looks like tony stark of now and and Bruce Banner of now, thinking like maybe they go back in time at that point of the first movie. Oh, so it it sounds like a Back to the Future. Uh, maybe, maybe they, again, they I've been and... wrong every fucking time. <laughs> but it it's real. It was really weird to me to see this picture where it's Captain America. They make uh, Chris Evans look like the Captain America from the first Avengers movie, but Stark and Ruffle uh, Stark and. Uh, Bruce Banner are dressed like they would be in now, and they look like they're in now. Because so like, <laughs> the, the clothes that they're, those two are wearing don't happen in the attack on New I York. never, dude, you're, you're way too detail-oriented in your first viewing. I, I didn't know, I don't even remember the picture at all. It's like, but picture. now, but, but the, the picture you're talking about, I have, no, oh. I have no idea. I don't remember that at all in the movie. It but, never happened in the first movie. Oh, it didn't happen in the first movie. Oh, okay. no, it didn't you. happen in the first movie. It was this. It was supposedly an on-set shot for Avengers Four. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, so that's something you read. I didn't oh. actually read it. I saw the picture and clicked right off of it. And then when I saw it, it was burned into my mind, so I was pissed. So then, what I was like, what was I going to do? Keep on being pissed or trying to figure this shit out? So of course, <laughs> I tried to figure this shit out. You're so like, my mind goes. I my mind goes. Yeah. My mind goes, and I've been wrong every time. My mind goes like, you know, maybe in Avengers 4, they go back in time to this point when it's the first attack on New York and something major is supposed to happen here. Oh, You know, yeah. something that we missed. Because I, I thought, I, I had a, an idea that the they would go to different points in time that were important to each Avenger. Like, I felt like it would be a Back to the Future 2 type uh. thing. Where like they they go back to certain points, you know, where they have to. Maybe there's a particular Avenger they need to go back and grab because something happened to them, or you know, or they they altered something, you know, that would help them in the future. Well, that'd like, be a like, cool way to bring back Quicksilver. Oh fuck! I didn't think about that. They're like, oh, we need a speedster, like right to, someone to fast. grab the to grab the. At that certain point in time, like grab the gauntlet so, or something, or grab, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah, something like that. I don't know. Oh shit, that's that's a good pull. I didn't think about that. That'd be a good way to get him back. Yeah, totally. 
or you know maybe to save uh, vision or or something. I mean, it could be a number of things, but time travel seems to be the thing that everyone's been pointing to that has to happen. You know, because like Captain Marvel comes and Captain Marvel is like more powerful than anybody, but I don't know if she can alter time. There must be something in there that's going to allow them to do it. I don't know. But the gauntlet is destroyed at the end of Infinity War. It's all melted and shit, right? Yeah. So there's got, I think, I don't know. And I, I, I can't remember. I didn't pay attention the two times I saw it in the theater. I, I, I don't remember if the stones were all burned out either. I just yeah, I don't remember. Up. I just remember he 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 snapped his fingers and then it goes into his head and he's talking to Gamora and then it pops back out and Thor's like, "What did you do?" And then he just disappears and through and the vortex. Yeah. yeah, and then he's sitting there in that grass field and I don't I don't remember looking and seeing the hand where the stones were. <laughs> he's all jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, how they got destroyed. He's like, uh, he's like, I'm done. <laughs> he's like, finally, what I've really wanted to do with this gauntlet. Right. <laughs> now that no one's around. Now I that no one's this. around, I could, I'm, I'm free. <laughs> I need infinity. Now periods. I'm going to see. Now I'm going to see how powerful this gauntlet really is. <laughs> get my infinity war. But get my yeah. infinity gauntlet jergens out. <laughs> right at the last second before I blow purple chunks, I'm going to fucking turn on the power stone and see how far I can shoot this shit. <laughs> Oh God, that's too funny. He goes back inside his head, and (laughs) he goes back inside his head. Gamora's like, "Why? Why did you do this?" (laughs) Gamora's about to stab him and kill him. She's like, so like to end it, and he catches him jerking off with the Infinity Gauntlet, (laughs) and Gamora instead decides to play like psychological warfare and take like a cell phone picture of it and send it to everybody, so nobody's afraid of him anymore. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's so embarrassed. He just gives up. (laughs) He's like, it's like when you don't. It's it's like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. When you stop believing in Freddy Krueger, like he's no longer powerful, <laughs> right? And so in this one, like if you if you embarrass the fuck out of Thanos, he doesn't fuck with you anymore. You upload his photo to Celeb yeah. Jihad, you know, like it's like goes iCloud hack. <laughs> like you oh, win every Thanos. argument with him. <laughs> every like, argument, <laughs> it doesn't matter if he's right. He could be like the Earth is the Earth is round. You're like, no, it's flat. And then, like, he's like, no, the earth is round. And then you th- you throw up the picture of him jerking off and you automatically <laughs> like, win that argument. He's like, I, he's like, look, the only way to fix everything is you need to use a time stone and put everything back. And then all that picture will be gone. So let's do this. <laughs> that's how that's how Thanos edges. That's how they win. <laughs> that's how Thanos edges. <laughs> Turns back time like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> we won. We like, won. No, you have over. <laughs> that would be like you walking out of the theater all baffled. Like what? You're like, wow, that, that took a really turn. weird turn. Yeah, it did. <laughs> but I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop looking at it. I couldn't stop. <laughs> big purple hog. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to look at it. I had to look at it. Like I just I couldn't. Take, like, I couldn't look away. I couldn't. It was, it was like a car wreck. Only it was a big purple dong car wreck. <laughs> <laughs> like Josh Brolin walks out of the theater. They're all like fucking paparazzi in his face. He's like, I didn't know. <laughs> I, did, I, and then, I didn't know they were going to do that. <laughs> and then, and then for some reason, like uh, Mr. Manhattan walks in. <laughs> I'm so 
starts comparing sizes. Yeah. And so then Ant Man shows up and he's like yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'll show you a dong and then he grows like sixty five <laughs> feet tall. <laughs> Pistol whips him. <laughs> it's like comparing purple and just I'm now I'm just picturing comparing purple and purple and bright blue glow in the dark dong. <laughs> On that surreal, <laughs> like that serene planet that they're on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Did you think of the snap of his fingers? He could just have just chicks show up, just like a harem of girls, and uh, he's nope, just he just there. wants to kill everybody. He's like, nope, I just want to kill everybody. I just want to kill everybody and drug off. <laughs> what is so wrong with that? <laughs> Look at the sunset. Uh, <laughs> oh, the sunset makes me want to jerk off at the gauntlet. <laughs> Jerks off into the gauntlet. He's like, uh. <laughs> oh, Tries to see God. if he could reach the moon with it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if I can push the moon out of orbit. <laughs> yeah, he wants to see. <laughs> Like, let me just see, because it goes into space, so it freezes, right? Right. He's like, I'm going to make my own Milky Way. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> I'm going to make my own Milky Way it's galaxy. Like, okay, we, we crossed the line now. <laughs> so this movie is no longer PG-13. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like Radio I had no idea what I had no idea what Disney was thinking. <laughs> like, we wanted to reach a more mature audience. Well, yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. you did it. <laughs> you did. You did. You definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> he, made, he made porn people embarrassed. <laughs> the porn people all blushing and shit. Like, I, I didn't know what to do when Mr. Manhattan walked in. That's true. Uh, That's true because every, <laughs> because every every movie gets a porn parody, right? Right. So that would be funny if they're like, all right, we're going to hit so you the porn the, the porn we're parody is the actual the, the, yeah. the porn parody of this ending is the actual ending of the Avengers. <laughs> They're like, we can't do anything. They they compared purple and blue dong. Like, right. we can't top that. <laughs> we can't do that. Yeah, we're just going to show you this ending. We can't we make, think. yeah, we can't make the porn parody now because they beat yeah, us the, to it. Yeah, like, this is, we would, <laughs> the actual Avengers porn parody is the movie itself. They, they don't do anything different. <laughs> it's like the end of Avengers. Instead There's of no like fucking, they're, they're, that's they're, the actual real version. Instead of, like, them eating shawarma, they're all, like, at a strip joint and, like Captain America is the only one looking away and shit. <laughs> like everybody's like, even like Hulk, like Hulk starts hulking out because he's like can't control himself. Oh Jesus! What movie are we supposed to be reviewing? I don't know. <laughs> no, Ant Man and the Wasp. But uh, so let's get let's get back to to the movie. But we were talking about weak villains, and this is just another string of. You know, yeah, another ghost. another line in the string of villains that, and it wasn't really even really a villain. It was just somebody that led such a torturous life that she just wanted to get back to normal, and she would do it from any means necessary. And if that was to mess up uh, Hank Pym's wife, like basically drain the quantum realm and kill her, she was going to do it. And uh, but the, that's the other thing that bothered me is not one time did she go. Hey, I want to be put back together. Like, is there a way to do this without me having to kill your wife? She just like, I'm just gonna do this. You yeah. know, it's like, well, wait a minute. What? Like, you're weak. You're the the Fishborn character just told you you have a few weeks. So what's the fucking hurry right now? Like, right. why don't you wait and talk to these people and see if they can fix you? 
you know, and even Hank Pym's like, let me see what I can do, you know, and said, she's like, no, I don't have enough time. It's like, okay. Um, yeah, her time, her timeline, like, sped up really fast. Really fast. Yeah. From a few weeks to one day. Right. And they were able yeah. to, like, I think at the end they were, they were going to fix her. They, they kind of put a patch on it or some shit like that. I mean, unlike unlike the emperor promising Anakin that they were going to find the power, these people actually like really they did had help. the power. They actually had it. <laughs> yeah, they're like, let me help you. Instead of like, uh, I kind of lied. I don't really know what I'm doing. <laughs> You're fucked. <laughs> yeah, your wife and your twin kids are dead. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter anymore. You don't need that power anymore. <laughs> Just do something else. Yeah. Help me kill the Jedi. Yeah. You ever play racquetball? Right. Find a new hobby, bitch. Yeah. Go to Tosser Station. I'm not going to waste my time anymore trying to save a life when your wife's already fucking dead. Just pointless to me. You can finally go to Toshi Station now. You don't have to bitch about it. Just go. go. Here's 100 Get out of my face. Here's 100 credits. Stop crying. He goes there and buys like a fucking speeder bike, and Emperor's like, "Really? This is what you wanted his, the whole time?" Crying into his speeder bike. <laughs> this is what you wanted the whole time. This he's, is what you wanted crying, to do. <laughs> he's crying on a speeder bike because that's like how he carried his dead mom back from the. <laughs> oh fuck! That's messed <laughs> from, up. From the Sand People's village <laughs> after he up. murdered all the women and children. <laughs> the Emperor adds it to him because remember this. Yeah. Like he's all controlling and shit. He's all like, <laughs> he throws a he throws a sand person head at him. <laughs> he's like, you remember this? Yeah. I remember these guys that he killed your mom? Like sand people, baby rattlers at him, like rattles at him. <laughs> oh, just to really, really fucking send it home. Mental abuse. <laughs> yeah, it just fucks with a major. That thing, that pork snippet thing, he like carved for Padme, like, <laughs> throws it at him. He uses, uh, it he uses it to scratch his asshole with it. <laughs> He's like, put this around your neck. And every yeah. time you smell it. <laughs> Here, put this in your breathing mask. <laughs> <laughs> smell oh, that. Shit. Smell that, you piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of... It'll remind you of Pabby, your dead wife, you dumb fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Smell it. <laughs> Smell what my shit smells like. Oh, man. Now anyway, go kill the Jedi. <laughs> Take a whiff. Now go. Uh, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Anyway. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, the, th- the other thing I really liked about this movie was the um, the... The car chase. I love the car chases because yeah, they they've integrated that technology into like pretty much everything that they fucking have. Yeah. You know, you just you could just pull a lever and shit and get small. And then like when they're small, they're like a little tiny car that's like hauling ass. And then uh, the size of a matchbox car. Yeah, and it's like just hauling butt. It just it was, and it makes like the a little noise. <laughs> that was awesome. I freaking love that. 
or like when she makes the Hello Kitty Pez thing get real big. I kind of wanted like it, it was funny because Michael Pena is like, yeah, this is a birthday gift I got from from your daughter. I thought that would have been funny if she did that with the Pez. And he goes like, that was my birthday present. What are you doing? <laughs> you know, but it didn't. He, go was, right. he was really good at this. Movie he was too. really funny. Oh, they gave him that truth serum. So he was able to do that whole like story thing. That yeah, was, yeah. That's so fucking good. hilarious. And he had like a Jerry Curl and shit because it was like years back. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's so funny. Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> this movie was just really fucking fun. It was really fun. Um, unlike, you know, and then the way it ends, shit, was like kind of how Infinity War ended. It kind of brought you right back to reality again, as if it's reality, but like brought you back <laughs> right. to the situation at hand. Like, cause like, like the, the whole time. Yeah, because I have a feeling like if you're a normal moviegoer, like not a nerd like us, but if you're a normal moviegoer and you're going like, what, when does this take place? And then that shit happens. Like the whole, my whole theater gasped when he's like, hello, where is everybody? And then like, they're all fucking gone and it's just dust. Like people were like, we're freaking out, you know, like what, you know? And then at the end when it said, you know, the Ant-Man and the Wasp will return and then it like puts a question mark, another collective gasp, you know, from the crowd. And I was just sitting there watching it going like, yeah, whatever, you know, like I, I read up on this shit. So I know what's going to happen, you know, or I know they're coming back. Right. I, mean, I just I wasn't uh, I, I didn't know that they were going to do that. But when when he went into the quantum realm again, I was like, I wonder if this is where it's going to happen. Yeah, I, I knew it, dude. I knew because really, there wasn't a lot of time left in the movie. No, I knew he was going to be protected. By the quantum realm. He wasn't going to um, disappear like everybody else. Like, I just knew that was going to happen. But the thing that they did was kind of cool was that he's fucking stuck in there. So, yeah, I mean, at some it's point, a, it's a, you know. it's really, I, I mean, yes, it doesn't, it didn't surprise me or you. But at the same time, it was still really cool when it fucking happened because it was like, oh, yeah. oh that's a good way to tie it back. And that you was know, the end credit simple, scene, right? That was a post credit scene. Uh, Mid credit, whatever they call Mid-credit, it. Mid credit, yeah, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, the yeah, don't even bother staying till the end. Yeah, the that end was a credits. fucking waste of time. That was like once your the Jurassic Infinity, Park. Once thing, the Infinity right? War thing happens, you can leave. Yeah, you can wait um, for DVD or go on YouTube and watch it. It's just yeah. fucking that stupid ant like still drumming. That was really weird. Like they they pre programmed the ant to like do his daily routine to make it like he was still there. Yeah. So, that was kind of it was really weird, but uh, now uh, you know it's it's a good segue, like it's a good tie into Infinity War, which is cool. Um, but but we still have Captain Marvel before we get yes, to Infinity and I War I 4. can't freaking wait, man! I'm so excited for that movie, really really excited. And this is like a throwback movie too; it's like 25 years back. There so might get... be a teaser. They just wrapped filming. I don't know if any of the special effects have been done yet. But is 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 the MCU supposed to be in uh, Comic Con this month? So supposedly they're not, but I wouldn't be surprised if they do some sort of Captain Marvel thing because Wonder Woman I think is going to show footage um, at the con. I knew, I do know that they've barely um, been filming. They've barely even filmed. But see, this it's is their the mo. That's, That's their mo. Why. That's what they do. It's not like Nolan who filmed the whole, filmed everything and didn't show you shit to the movie came out. Right. You know, it's like they cannot this new regime. They just cannot keep a secret. They have to show you everything way ahead of time. Yeah, you know? I don't want to know anything about it. 
I mean, as much as like the Justice League was lame, it was even lamer because they showed death picture of Deathstroke a year before, you know. And so when he right. was at the end, I was like, who gives a shit, you know? I mean, because, you just you just beat a god. Now you're gonna go backwards and fight a guy who just. Well, shoots. yeah, there's that. But you're like, oh yeah, I saw that picture a year ago. I'm not surprised by this shit. You know, like Ben Affleck put it on his Instagram. Like, who fucking <laughs> yeah. cares, you know? And so the, with the Wonder Woman, I really don't want them to do that. They've already showed, you know, what Wonder Woman looks like, which is fine. And they showed uh, Cheetah, but she doesn't have the Cheetah outfit yet. But right. I don't, I don't want to see that shit. I don't want to see any of that until the movie comes out, which is like November of next year. So, you know, whatever. Um, so I don't know. I don't, I don't think Marvel is going to be – but see – Disney does their um, D23 thing every two years, and I don't know if that right. if that's supposed to happen this year. I don't remember. It's every two years. so And then they don't go to Comic-Con on those years when they have D23, um, which now is a money-making thing. It used to be you could just go there and look at shit. Now you got to pay for it just like Comic-Con. It's all, all right. cash grabs. It's all cash grabs. Anyway. Um, uh, let's go diversity so, rating. Diversity. Uh, man. Let me think for a second. Um, I don't know if it's predominantly white. I, I could say, uh, well, see, I can't just say like light plethora, Janet Brady plus. I don't, it has to be one or the other. It's, so I'm just, I'm going to go pretty... out, I'm going to go out and say it was pretty diverse. I thought it was pretty diverse, but those, but those diverse parts weren't very prominent. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm going to go ahead and say two, plethora. I'm just going to say, I'm going to say plethora. I don't know what you're. <coughs> Uh, I'm gonna go. Gonna I'm gonna that. go like probably like a Jan Brady plus. Okay. Um, so it's 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 there's nothing to avoid, and they did a very good job having diversity yeah. in the cast. Yes. Let's just put it that way. There's nothing they could do when the three main characters are white. So that means their mother has to be white. So like, you know what I mean? Like it, it just there's nothing you do about that. Like I, right. Tony Stark is is white. You know. And and Pepper Potts is white. There's nothing you do anything outside of that. You know what I mean? Right. So, but you could you could surround it by a supporting cast. You have no. That's why. That's why I said daughter. You have the that's right. That's why I said that it's it's a yeah. they did a pretty good job. It's a Jam Brady plus for me. Okay. Um, um, I'm gonna give the movie uh, as far as uh, chainsaws are concerned. Um, I'd give I'd probably give it a four. Um, I don't think I would go higher than that, though. Like, I think I think Rotten Tomatoes hit hit the percentage just right, and so it's it's like a it's a four out of five chainsaws for me. I'm gonna go three and a half lightsabers. Um, oh. I, I liked it more. I liked it more than the original, so I'm hoping I only give the original three stars. Um, there you go. Not the original, the first. Um, right. So, so it, it just falls short of a four for me. Because I feel like four, I've given it to a lot of really good movies. I think I even gave, um, you know, Finding Dory a, a four because it didn't make me cry. So, <laughs> so it's it doesn't it, it's not on the same level as like a like a four for me. But I would say a really solid three and a half lightsabers for this movie. It's it's worth the ticket. Um, a lot of special effects that work, not too nothing too crazy that that seems out of place. Um, yeah. They definitely did more with the shrinking and growing yes. thing um, that and, I like. And it works really well. Yeah. The fight scenes are, are very unique and different because it's two people that can shrink and um, and get big at the same time. Uh, this is, fighting somebody who can phase in and out. 
this is definitely Wasp's movie, man. I, I dug the Wasp so much. Yeah. Um, the phasing in and out character was pretty cool, but it reminded me of the Matrix Revolu- uh, Reloaded. Yes, yeah, yeah. You but know, the, the fight scenes in this, I mean, think about those three elements right there. Like, yeah. Ant-Man can get shrink, shrink and get, get bigger, so can the Wasp, but she can also fly. Yep. And she has lasers as well. And both of them are tag-teaming, fighting a person that is phasing in and out. That scene was just ridiculous. Yeah, it was great. Well, their fight scenes are so great. They're not choreographed. Like, I felt like in The Matrix, they were so fucking choreographed. Well, I'm just um, talking also about the special effects of how they use when they shrink and when they get bigger. Or oh, when my they God. Use other it's technology. seamless, dude. It's so seamless. Yeah. It's crazy how good it is. Yeah, it's really um, I, good. You, you always look for flaws in some of these movies, and it's just you can't fucking find it. It's it looks so good. They it's look so good different when they're and small unique. and big, right? Yeah. It's just a completely different perspective of of how to shoot a fight scene when you can get that minute on a on a like an object because they shrunk so small. Right. It's fucking awesome. Or or like when when they shrunk like Scott's regulator was like broken and it like you know Ron's wand or something like that. So everything right. was all fucked up. And I, I, that made me laugh so hard when he was like a like a child size kid, running yeah. around. Yeah, that was so freaking funny. Um, like he was going down the stairs. He had to do like one step at a time like a kid would, you know. This was I basically just, the G-rated version of Deadpool 2 scene. <laughs> yeah, totally. He did have his little dick hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what happens in a Marvel MCU PG movie. PG thirteen Disney movie where right. you're never gonna see, you know, Paul Rudd's miniaturized dick in this movie, <laughs> like you would have, you know. See, that would be my too. version. That'd be my version where you can like shrink and grow like certain parts of your body, like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that's that's probably how the porn version will be, right? <laughs> Like, oh, honey, you need to be bigger tonight. Like, okay, <laughs> hit the button. <laughs> <That's> so... <laughs> I want Thanos' dick tonight. <laughs> like... <laughs> I want moon. I want moon moving. Yeah, tonight. I want you to shoot that moon tonight. <laughs> uh... <laughs> that reminds me of like what was that? Um, that Anna Ferris movie. Uh, Anna Ferris movie. What is that? Um... Scary movie, you know, where she gets blasted on the ceiling, you know. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm so gross. But <laughs> That's so <it> just, fucking <laughs> funny. <laughs> That'd be Thanos. You're like, ah! Trying anyway. to hit the moon. <laughs> it's like, why you, it's wear spacesuit during sex, you know. Yeah, that's funny. But uh, anyway, so yeah, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, very entertaining. Had a great, great time. Um, yeah, I think you said before at the beginning of the podcast that, that they might not be making a, a, a third one, which um, if that's true, then I imagine maybe they might be just popping them in Avenger movies or maybe in and out of you know some of the other Avenger movies. You right. Because like, you know, Civil War was kind of a cool add-on, um, which didn't you say or somebody said that um, – Wasp was actually supposed to be in the Avengers, but the director said, no, I don't want like, so the Ant-Man growing into giant man wasn't supposed to be in civil war. That was supposed to be in the second Ant-Man movie. And, but they're like, no, we're going to do this. And then when they're like, we want the wasp in it, that's where he put his foot down. And he's like, no, she needs to, she features prominently in the Ant-Man and the wasp movie. So they relented. So I'm kind of glad that they did. I'm kind of glad that they waited 
to introduce her in this movie because, oh, by God, man, she's so freaking awesome. So, but uh, anyway, no, it's a great flick. Everyone go see it. Uh, If you haven't already, I don't know why you're listening, but uh, it's a good flick. And just don't stay to the very end because it's not worth it. Uh, It's worth just waiting on DVD or whatever. But anyway, now we have look forward to uh, Captain Marvel and then what's next? Uh, Avengers 4. And then after that, I think, is Spider-Man Far From Home. So they yeah. got, like, another lineup next year that's going to be pretty phenomenal. So we'll see uh, how that goes. Uh, anything else you want to add? Nope. Cool. Well, we have some more, you know, movie reviews coming up in the next few weeks and, you know, some off time. So we're going to, you know, try to bring some different content, hopefully, not just reviews all the time. But so stay tuned for that. And, uh, but yeah, that was episode 143 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Until next time, folks, chew on that. Later.